Hey everybody, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at energy and how it flows based on where you place your attention. Now, if you've got dyslexia or dyslexia and ADHD or have been diagnosed with one or the other, you would know that your attention is not always yours to control. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But wherever your attention goes, you find motivation to do that thing. The challenge can be, how do you place your attention on the right stuff to make positive change in your life? So I've been noticing this a lot in what I'm doing, and I wanted to share some thoughts on it today. So let's dive into the episode. Okay, so let's dive in. So where have I been seeing this, and why has it come to the front of my mind? I guess some of the challenges I have personally is that if I don't choose where my attention goes or I don't have tools or techniques to place my attention somewhere and I don't have the routines that keep me um, on track, it's very easy for me to lose a day where my attention becomes super scattered. It's like I'm out of control of my attention and I've spoken about this before. It's kind of like a wave. You know it's going to go and you're going to get control back. But there are some times where you're just like, I can't change this wave. You can't change the water that is appearing um, on that exact day. No matter how good your routines are, no matter how clear you are. Um, and sometimes you just can't control when that's going to happen. I'll give you a great, a, a great example. Last night, I woke up at 3 a.m. for whatever reason. And you know when you need to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. I don't know about you, but I try and dull my brain as much as possible. I try and make, I try and I probably do the ter a terrible thing and try not to think about real life. Because I know if I break that part of my state, um, I can start thinking about day-to-day -day life. My brain will just, it's like it switches on. It's like it goes between a mode and I'm not getting back to sleep. Um, wherever I am, it's like at 6 a.m. And I've been laying there for three hours. So, you know, where am I going with this is probably the question. Is that those days are days where my routine, to a point at least, breaks. And on those days, I've learned to put my attention on positive changes in my life. So when I have massive breaks in a day where my routine just falls apart for whatever reason, not on purpose, just because of it, I don't put a lot of energy towards going, oh, Stephen, why can't you sleep? I'm so frustrated with you. You know, there must be something wrong. I don't say that to myself. I go, hey, this is just what's happened. Nothing's going to change it. I can't go back in time. And if I did, could go back in time, that wouldn't be what I'd fix, right? You know, so you know, I'd go back further. Who knows what I'd do? Be an interesting experience. And maybe that's another podcast. But on this podcast, <laughs> I um, like I can't change anything. So why why worry about what's happened? I can only use it for good. And there are some days where I actually find if I feel tired, for a while at least, I operate better because my brain slows down. It's like my brain is tired, so it can't actually um it can't run off as much it's it's odd it's kind of like there are different barriers of tiredness there's a tiredness where i'm just craving stimulation and realistically by the end of the day i will probably be at that point but in the morning 
I'm like, okay, there is some energy here, but it's 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 dulled in a good way because I know when my energy is way too high, it's the same thing. I look for stimulation in different ways. And so I'm kind of, when I've had one of these nights, I have a bit more time to apply my attention in different places. I kind of, it's like a part of my brain chalks it up as a day that I have to, you know, I've kind of lost key productivity today in whatever I thought I was going to achieve. I kind of chalk it up as a sick day in my head, but I still do stuff towards the benefit of my life and what I'm trying to achieve. And so everything I look at is a real bonus win. Me recording a podcast, you know, huge win, you know, huge win, big tick. Um, you know, and, and there's probably two places I use to focus my attention to allow my energy to flow. And that's what the podcast's about. Um, is where can I apply, how can I actually start to focus my attention? Because this is the killer for us, is that if we don't focus it anywhere, I will tell you pretty quickly, you'll slip back into every negative routine you've ever had very, very fast. And the ones that, that'll just keep appearing. Um, and it, like, I don't think there's a, there's a fix-all for this. And I think over time, these routines improve. I know we'd all love it yesterday. But I wanted to share two things that I'm finding... I'm using to control my attention. The first is is this to-do list bingo that I've been talking about. It's the $7 course. It's, it'll be in the footer of the podcast notes. But in essence, when I go through this practice every morning, what I find is I am drawn to it and I start to see energy apply into this, this style of to-do list. And I look at something, I, I want to cross that off. You know, I want this, I want, I want, for the reason that I set it up that way, you know, I kind of want to finish things. I want to, I want to crisscross this through. And so like, like with the podcast, the minute I wrote it down on this list, I wanted to get it off my, off my desk. I wanted to do it. I wanted to achieve it. It's like my brain goes, Hmm, how can I get the most of these done in the quickest and best way? And so it's really powerful. It's kind of folk. It's, it's like most to-do lists. They focus your attention to a point at least. The great thing with this is it keeps me going the whole day. So having those type of practices, whether it's to-do list bingo, whether it's something else you're using, it is super powerful to have that as a routine. And one thing I've noticed a huge amount, and I've mentioned this in the other podcast, is on weekends, it's so easy for me to skip this practice. Too often I skip this practice. So this weekend I'm committing to doing this attention practice. I'm actually going to make sure I, I do my to-do list bingo in the morning, even if everything on it is just fun and enjoyment, whatever it is, I'm going to complete it because without it, I become scattered. And without it, I search for things I know will give me a dopamine or a stimulate stimulant kick is what I find, be it television, be it gaming, whatever it is. So that's really, you know, something I've, I've been aware of is that when I let my attention wane, my energy is drawn to stimulants and they can be, you know, I don't mean, I don't mean drugs, but it sounds like that, but, um, anything that kicks up my dopamine levels. So that's really, really important. The second way I focus my attention is, is through meditation and visualization. Now, we talk a lot about this in The Confident Dyslexic, and it's probably why it's front of mind, 
But today, knowing that I was tired especially and that my attention would try and escape me at some point, I knew how important it was not to break my practice of doing a proper visual meditation. And what was really interesting is as I did it, I started to bring my next year's 60-second you know, vision into play. And it was just, do you know what I mean? It's just exciting. Like I could see, I could see myself near our new house that's being finished off. I don't believe it'll be finished next year. It'll be finished just at the beginning of 2023. But I can see myself with Holly standing there. I can see us a few days before our wedding. I can see us walking to get breakfast, um, which is because we've, you know, when we move, we'll be moving into a rental place um, for a year before we move into our proper house. So I can see us walking from that. I can't see exactly what the house looks like, but I can see us walking. I see that fitness is a big thing next year. So I've, I feel trimmer. I feel clearer. I feel better. I was able to actually spend a bit of time building this this picture, this visual, this vision, and start to apply some energy to it. This is only the first time I've pulled this together for 2022, and it came to me, oddly, on a day that I was tired. You'll find, if you ever do research on meditation, that a lot of the so-called guru masters, you know, isn't that a great phrase, guru master, um, you know, some of them get up at 4 a.m., to do their visual meditations or their guided meditations or their just general meditations. And the reason for it is their brain is at a state, um, I might get this wrong, but I believe it's it's not Delta. It's um, maybe it is Delta. It's one of the, you know, Delta's had a bad name for a while now. <laughs> it's, you know, it probably hasn't helped with brain waves. But, it, you know, it's at a state where it's at, at its most um, suggestible and it's, it's, great to meditate in that state because you can see things in your mind that are kind of not hindered by logical thought um, and you can kind of slip things slip slip things past the goalkeeper is probably the best way of looking at it where you can actually kind of get a few things done in life um, or in your head that you couldn't in other times so i'm not suggesting 4 a.m wake-ups but what i am suggesting is using visualization to put your attention somewhere to garner energy is super powerful and spend time learning to do it. It is just game changing on, on what you can actually achieve. And with the dyslexic mind, you know, we're designed for visual preference learning and kinesthetic learning. So things we do in reality or things we do in our head. Um, I will do a podcast episode on, on, I've got five different visual techniques I'd I'd recommend potentially we're going to be releasing them early next year we're going to do a confidence week in the group so if you're not already in the Facebook group we're just finalizing dates but it's looking like the 14th of January to the 22nd ish um, of January next year we're going to run a seven-day confidence um, kind of challenge week where we're going to put in some content we're going to have some challenges we're going to jump in and do some live videos answer some questions for people who have got them so yeah we're really excited about that more information will come out just make sure you're part of the facebook group um yeah that's what i feel like sharing today guys just always remember where your attention goes energy flows if you're struggling with motivation don't worry as much about motivation worry about how do you get your attention to stay on something you know how do you like 
gosh, see, I can't finish a podcast. I'm just enjoying this too much. This is how our brains work, right? It just glues things together. You know, another example of attention. If you're, if I'm, I'm trying to uh, eat more fruit. So having fruit in a crisper that I can't see, how does my attention go to it, right? I don't go to the crisper naturally, right? <laughs> it doesn't happen. So I need to have that fruit out in a big bowl. So every time I walk past the kitchen, into the kitchen, it is in my face. And when my attention goes there, my energy flows and I'm likely to eat more apples, just for example. It's a very simple example, but it's it's a way of changing your environment to improve your attention. That's just a final note. But have an epic rest of your day, guys, and I'll be back next week. Mm-hmm.